Welcome to Pull the Shoot, our weekly podcast where we talk to business owners, C-level executives, and experts from around the world. Our goal, to help as many businesses as possible grow to the next level. It's our hope that by interviewing these business leaders and hearing how they built their culture and their company, that you might gain insight on ways to help you be a better leader and provide a better culture for your people. Our mission is to change the top-down mentality of leadership and help others to create and implement a transformational leadership style that is uplifting, supportive, and appreciative towards your people. We believe if you grow your people, you'll grow your company. I'm your host, Jeff Cecil, and this is episode four. Since March of 2020, our business world has changed. Companies had to figure out how to work virtually when everyone was so used to going into an office. Our guest today has been conducting business virtually while building a culture that is uplifting, rewarding, and supportive for the last 17 years. Jamie Scouter-Kataya, the founder and CEO of Jamie Scouter Associates, otherwise known as JSA, the marketing and PR agency for tech and telecom industry. Since the inception of JSA, Jamie has focused on creating a culture that she refers to as family. Over the years, Jamie has created and deployed multiple news and networking channels for the data center and telecom industry, including the Women's Speaking Initiative, which encourages a more diverse voice in her industry's panels, keynotes, and virtual roundtables. Her company blog has over 170,000 readers, they have a weekly newsletter that is seen by over 28,000 readers. She has created JSA TV and hosts her own JSA podcast. She's a published author. She's a member of the National Association for Women Business Owners. She has served on the boards of American Shakespeare Center, Friends for the August County Library, and VHCF Equestrians. She holds a Bachelor of Arts degree cum laude with the highest honors from Tufts University and a Master's of Fine Arts in Writing from New York University. Jamie, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you, Jeff. Well, that's a mouthful, I got to tell you. you know, <laughs> <laughs> I know, I was like, oh, yeah, that was yeah. fun to, to go down the path with you because I hadn't, I hadn't read my bio in a long time. <laughs> it's very impressive. It's very impressive. You know, Jay, you're one of my favorite people. And I, I got to tell you, it's just such a pleasure knowing you and working with you uh, over these years. And, and, you know, your list of accomplishments, again, just continues to blow me away. And you've done it in such what I consider to be a short amount of time. Um, and yet you still have a lot of time to go. So I'm looking for, for the ongoing uh, things that you're going to continue to bring to the table. And my biggest accomplishment, uh, as you know, is uh, I had a little girl during the pandemic. So wow. my 19-month-old now, uh, Ava Capri. So Yeah, that's incredible. 19 months. I can't believe she's that old. I know. I, I just flies, you know. Um, I think we actually forgot about a whole year when we were all locked in our our homes. So, you know, it's kind of hard to do that, uh, to believe that. It's crazy. Um, so, Jamie, um, before we dive into the topic, I really want to talk about virtual work environments. But yeah. if you could just tell our listeners a little bit about JSA, why you started it, uh, you know, when you started it. Um, and the most important thing, I guess, to our listeners is why did you decide to make it a virtual company? Oh, I love that question. Uh, so 17 years ago, actually, January 1, we celebrated 17 years. Incredible. Um, but uh, prior to JSA, I was director of marketing and PR for a company called Telex, which was acquired by Digital Realty a few years back, um, but um, a phenomenal colo data center provider in America. And um, I landed this big job day one. I'm sitting, sitting in, in my new office, my new desk chair. 
And I called up the PR firm that's already been retained and uh, got, got the gal on the phone. Finally, she's uh, part of this big Madison Avenue PR firm and her other, her other um, accounts were Colgate and Cheerios. So finally she takes my call and I'm all excited and like, what did Wall Street Journal, New York Times, Crane's Business, what did they say? Who, you know, uh, did, what did they say about Telex? What's, the, what's your pitch? What are they, what's resonating with them? And she goes, Jamie, I've got to be honest with you, no one cares about collocation. And that's what she called <laughs> our only service, which is co-location. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I just kind of like melted a little bit on the phone. I was like, oh my goodness, like I, I want someone who's passionate about who we are, what we're doing, how what it means to the industry, to the world. Um, and, and I want people to know how to pronounce our only service. And um, so I just thought that fundamentally uh, PR agencies were, uh, we're, we're somehow not not getting there. Um, we need to be focused. We need to know who our industry is, who the who are the influencers, who's writing about our stuff, whether they're bloggers, social influencers, journalists, analysts, uh, who's moving the needle, who's who's an influencer, and 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 what why are they writing about it? What's driving them? What's the what's the spiritual why? What's the passionate? Uh, you know, how is this impacting all of our daily lives? And I felt like, um, you know, the folks that uh, at the time that that were doing PR and they felt like they could sell toothpaste and airlines and OES co-location, I, I just something didn't feel right. So um, a couple of years after that, when Telex went through its first round of um, sales, I started JSA in January 1, 2005 um, to be the very first because I couldn't find them. So we were the first uh, PR firm that also did digital marketing and in events, because I see it all as you know communications and, and sure. needs to be centralized and have a clear message no matter what channel you're going to market. But, but really it's about um, making sure that you're passionate and you're really hyper-focused on who your clients are, what they're offering and who they should be connected to. So that started JSA, and and yeah, it was it was a no brainer to be virtual since day one, um, because well, um, I wanted balance. I wanted I wanted family. I wanted, uh, you know, I was working uh, Telex at the time was um, was downtown New York City, um, you know, right uh, right in the heart of it all. And, uh, you know, just the commuting, I would get in there before dawn and leave well after dark. And, um, you know, it was like, I wonder what sunlight's like. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted a little more balance. Um, and I, I want to be able to, to grow my career. Uh, I'm, I'm a, a creature of comfort too. I like my little blanket, my candle, soft music. I want to control my environment. I'm, I'm a writer by, by trade, by heart. So wanted to make sure that I had the best, um, least distracting uh, environment for, for my best quality work. And then I have a dog and I wanted to go walk my dog in the middle of the day. And, and I just felt like, you know what, uh, when I was in the office environment, two hour, you know, commute back and forth, getting pulled into meetings that weren't necessarily what I wanted to be in or really had to be in. Uh, it's always someone's birthday, always some some lunch outing, etc. It was all great. And I'm glad I had that time. And I learned so much. And I, and I loved the environment when I was there. But uh, for my ideal, you know, world that I could create with JSA, I really wanted I wanted it to be different, unique, a different way of, of thinking about work and how work can work for us 
um, and as we empower our team to, to really take the reins with me and, and create an atmosphere that's compatible and, and healthy for them. That's great. You know, and it's one of the things that I find amazing about that is that you were so ahead of the curve. Uh, you know, most people, everyone, you know, you, you start a business, you had to have an office. What was your address kind of thing, right? Yeah. How can I come visit you at the office? Um, but you were able to keep that going um, and actually grow the company that way. So did you find it easier or more difficult to find employees as you grew and needed to hire people? What was the advantage or disadvantage of that? Well, a lot of things have changed, right? Um, so uh, for what, the better part of what, 15 years, or so um, when I would say, this is a 100% virtual environment, people would be like, no, no, but where's your office? Or, uh, you know, like they couldn't, it was a really hard concept. And they're like, oh, so some of the people are working remotely and some are some are in an office somewhere. And I'm like, no, no, we're, we're all remote. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, you know, I'd have to have this conversation wherever I posted a, a job posting or um, when I was talking to, to, to um, potential JSAers. And, and I just always um, found that uh, one, you have to hire people who um, really love that type of environment. You have to be an interesting, eclectic type of person that thrives, you know, with, with their own motivation. Uh, they have their own edge. They want to perform for themselves and what they can do. And, and you know, um, uh, but they're also uh, very technical and can collaborate in virtual environments and still, you know, brainstorm with one another and work together to get to to a you know unified goal. So it really uh, it's a it's a person with unique quality of skills. But because we were 100 percent virtual and since day one, I was really blessed that I was able to to hire that type of person. Um, I think a lot of, you know, virtual environments pre pandemic got a bad rep because they were like these, these these hybrid things where there was a work environment and then the people that had to work remotely a couple of days a week or something were sort of like looked down on like oh yeah they're really not working they're they're you know they're working with their right. quotes or something you know and um that's not the truth you know the truth is you can be really highly successful highly uh, accomplished um you know with your laptop looking at a beautiful little sunrise in your home office so yeah, I agree. Um, I agree. Yeah. It's funny. I, I've uh, I've basically worked from home since 2003, um, and I always tell people I'm pretty much uh, unemployable if I had to go into an office every day because I've gotten so used to you know, my own routine and and when I start, when I finish, you know, the best hours of the day. You know, my best hours are 6:30 in the morning until probably 2:30 in the afternoon. Really, um, that's when I feel like I'm my freshest. But um, you know, a lot of people love to sleep in and start work at noon and work till eight at night, and good for them. And I think that. I think that's the advantages that it gives us. So you know, I know during the pandemic, uh, so many companies were, were struggling with this whole virtual environment. Um, mm -hmm. Yet, you know, in my opinion, you became a shining beacon to your clients because um, mm -hmm. of all your years of experience uh, in running a virtual company. So you know, give us a couple of the secrets that you had that have allowed you to successfully manage a virtual company. You know, what, what are some of the things that have worked for you? Uh, absolutely lean in on technology. Um, we just started um, ClickUp, which is a, not to make this an advertisement for ClickUp, <laughs> um, but you know, JSA referred you know. <laughs> um, but we just started um, uh, this, this tool that allows us to uh, really um, 
manage our, our own time and, and, and manage tasks, assignments, timelines. Uh, we, we log our hours in there. Um, but, but it allows us to see uh, transparently uh, to, to other folks too. So if there's someone on our team who does have availability, we can ping them in and, and without having to go to you know, the executive team to figure out who they can have on the team or something, you can just say, hey, I see you have a few hours, can you help me on this task? And that's, that's giving uh, tools to our team. So um, we're, we're not reporting down to them. They can see and, and, and do uh, and make moves quickly um, and that we all rely on each other and, and uh, responsive to one another and accountable for one another. Those are the types of tools that are really going to generate success and, and overall like a better corporate culture. You know, um, every single JSAR that, that we have here uh, they're phenomenal. They're just amazing people. And, and, you know, I am not in the position, nor do I want to be to, um, uh, to, to get in the weeds with them, you know, like they know what they need to do to get to the, to the level of success for them and their clients. Yeah. And I just want to empower them with tools to allow them the visibility to see, you know, who, what resources they have available to get them there. Um, and that they can turn around and make those decisions and, and help one another out. So uh, I'm really excited about um, that new rollout. I think it's been it's been really uh, really uh, incredible so far. Um, we are you know and we're on things like um, Slack as well for fast little one to one messaging or one to many, um, and that integrates well with this with this system as well. Um, there's so many tools out there that can help automate your sales and marketing processes like HubSpot. Uh, so we're big fans of that. We use it for our own company as well as for many of our clients. Um, but yeah, you know, part of our jobs these days, I feel like every real, um, every company that's pushing forward and growing right now, they are technology companies, whether they know it or not. Um, in order to really excel at, uh, you know, remote learning and remote uh, uh, working, you need, <laughs> you need to get on your technology game. Um, so, uh, you know, if, if you have a need, chances are there's an app for that these days. Um, yeah, that's true. There's pretty much right? anything we need. Yeah. And then I guess that's my second thing um, is I, I try to get involved with um, like CEO masterclasses or um, EO type of companies um, where I can get uh, more, more uh, executive level training and networking. Um, I love to even just introduce groups of people like I'm doing with the book Greener Data. Um, who are all passionate on topics like reducing carbon emissions um, and, and get a think tank going and create a special LinkedIn group and just um, really start to network and, and share ideas. I feel like um, if anything, one of the, one of the, the little uh, notes from, from post-pandemic reality that we're living is that we're, we're all a little bit more um, at home and uh, you know, not not going from airplane to airplane like we were doing uh, uh, pre March 2020, um, and and so we're all a little bit more available to jump on virtual zooms and and chats and roundtables and just share knowledge 
I think we all really crave human connection and one-to-one. And so video is, is you know, if you can't be there in person um, due to social distancing or whatever, um, video is your, your next best option. And I think uh, we're all learning to, you know, figure out how to maximize video potential to right. really, um, to really still seek out uh, mentoring and, and learning from one another. Sure. So you mentioned some earlier on that you talked about culture. And I think one of the, in my uh, research and opinions, one of the biggest things the companies are, are struggling with is keeping their company culture as, it, as when they went in the office versus virtually. Um, you've never had the office. So how, how did you, and, and again, to go back to, you like to call your business and your culture family. How do you go back? How did you build that? I mean, how, how, how do you build that culture so that people feel connected? I, and one of the biggest things I hear from people is they feel isolated. Yeah. Right. Um, so, how, what have you? What are some of the things that you've done that have helped them not feel so isolated? Yeah. Um, so, I, I'm, I'm a very family-oriented person, uh, Italian American by, uh, I guess, uh, heritage, uh, by upbringing, and, um, and so early on, I realized um, that I'm, I'm giving at least a third of my life to uh, JSAers, my family of JSAers, a third of my life then to uh, my family at home and then a third of my life to sleep, right? <laughs> if you take a 24 hour day, eight hours of work, eight hours of play, uh, family time and eight hours of um, sleep. And so it mattered to me uh, who I was spending those eight hours with. And it also mattered to me what their core values were and what my core values were and where did they uh, intertwine. And, and then the power when you bring together like-minded individuals who all share and are passionate about a set core values uh, and then put them towards a mission. So JSA, we have a clear mission, it's two prong. One, to be the best PR marketing and event planning firm for our industry check that box. Mm -hmm. And then the second is to, um, to give our industry qualified information, education, news, so that we can all make better business decisions and, and grow this industry together. Mm -hmm. So with that very clear mission and, you know, a team of people who are passionate and share the same core values, you can accomplish anything. You can, you know, I, I really, um, what was the, uh, the line I heard, uh, um, anyone can do anything if they want, right? It's you true. know, it's true. Yeah. Um, and so have you done anything, um, particular again, do you do weekly meetings? Do you do one-on-one -on -one sessions? Do you do group activities? What do you do so that your people feel connected, um, not only to their jobs, but to the company? Yeah. Um, so all of the above plus, plus, plus. And I think post pandemic made us even dig deeper. Um, so, um, so yes, we have a team call once a week, um, an hour long, but we all need to know what's going on and what each division of the company is focused in on or, you know, celebrating our, our collective successes. And I, I assume um, that's on video, not dial in like it used to be years ago, right? Yes, absolutely. Zoom, Zoom has the ability now to have like 60 something videos. Uh, so again, I call out to Zoom. I, 
but um, but it's important that we're all there showing up turned on that you know we're not we're not looking distracted like you know you can learn a lot through video cues um, and so um, you know it's, it's definitely important um, then we also um, we're I put a team for every account and so uh, they meet um, before team calls with team calls etc um, we have collaboration um, uh, tools to help us keep that energy and and uh, communications flowing. Uh, but then we're also um, each division of JSA is meeting. Then we also have what we call strategy circles. So we break our teams into groups of eight, basically, um, where they can be uh, mentoring one another and growing each other, making sure that they're um, reaching their, their professional goals as well as the company goals. Um, and then we also have a one-to-one -one mentoring program. Uh, we call them Peacock Partners. Peacock is our mascot. And on the strategy circles, I'm assuming you have someone in charge or is it just a team that meets? Yes, we have a strategy circle leader um, who sort of keeps a, um, uh, an agenda, keeps us moving forward. Um, but, uh, but it really is very collaborative. Every voice is heard. That's great. Yeah, and I think those are great um, little points that, that hopefully our listeners are, are, will pick up on. But it, um, it, it appears that it's working well for JSA. Um, thanks for sharing that, Jay. I appreciate that. And I will say we had to dig in deeper uh, March 2020 moving forward um, because the strain on every individual is crazy now. Uh, you know, uh, this pandemic that just seems to continue to linger, there's no end date in sight. There's crazy weather patterns, um, you know, uh, oil spills, earthquakes, tsunami warnings. I woke up to a tsunami warning on Saturday. Right. I, you know, it's just like, I said to, to my husband, I'm like, I'm afraid I'm going to open up my mouth and locusts are going to like fly out. <laughs> like this is insanity. And, and I think we all carry, you know, it's not just the stress of being parents or, you know, to, to our children or to our, our own parents. It's not just the stress of, um, you know, being uh, business professionals. It's not just the stress of trying to, you know, set healthy goals for yourself and, and live your best, healthiest life. Now you also have like the earth is like a question mark around you. Like this, you know, this is insanity. And and it's and it, such, you know, all this on the very, very like, you know, nervous state of, of uh, our current pol political situation. So I would say, um, you got to dig in to find out people's spiritual whys right now. There's a new way to lead. You cannot, you cannot use last, you know, decades practices and apply them and think that that's going to just be a panacea, a little band-aid and, and keep Good it going. You, you absolutely need to be asking your team, meet them one-on-one. -on -one. What are your personal and professional goals? Where do you see yourself in two years time? What is your spiritual why? What do you want to do? What, how do you want to, you know, if, if you can do anything and be anything and, and, and achieve anything, what is it? And if they're not asking themselves this uh, already, ask, the, ask it for them. Sure. And then together, collectively, make it a, a company objective. And that's, that's the creation of two things, greener data. Uh, for JSA, our, our book to help uh, reduce carbon emissions quickly, 
Um, and then, um, and that'll be out on Earth Day. So April 22nd, which is really a fast right. time to turn yeah. around a whole book, but thank you for everyone and their collective collaborative efforts. And then second thing is we, um, we started a scholarship for uh, one of our colleagues who passed uh, a year ago, um, Stephanie Cronin. And so um, we're, we have over 600, 700 applicants. Um, February 14th is the, is the day that we select, but um, we're expecting over a thousand applicants uh, for high school and, and undergraduate students who portray uh, her, her values. Um, so, um, you know, we're pushing forward and, and again, it comes out of asking people, what is your spiritual why? And I think now we, we, it's not, it's not enough to say, yeah, I'm loyal to this company. I've worked here for 20 years. They've been good to me. I, uh, very few people, by the way, are, are in the same position for 20 years nowadays. That, that was my, my mother's generation, not, yep. not ours, sadly. Um, but you have to give them a reason to stay and it's beyond dollars. It's beyond, um, uh, you know, a, an extra day paid off, you know, or an extra holiday. It really has to be a spiritual connection um, to keep your team uh, incentivized to be their, their better, their best selves. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I love that, by the way. Um, and, and one of the things that I've always talked about is, you know, people don't leave their jobs, only 12% actually, no, no, the number 12% of people leave their jobs because of money, right? 79% leave because they're, they feel unappreciated. There's no connection. They feel there's nothing there for them, right? They, they just feel like I, I'm looking for something and your spiritual why hits it uh, nail right on the head for me. I think that's a very interesting uh, way to look at it. And I love that. Um, what a great tip for our listeners too. I think they'll, they'll appreciate that as well. Thanks. Um, well, I got so many other questions I want to ask you, but we're starting to run out of time. Um, maybe we'll have to do a, Maybe we'll have to do a, a part two here at some point in the future. Um, but uh, Jay, I, I can't say how much I really appreciate your, your candidness and, and, and your ability just to uh, be a leader in the industry and for your people um, over the years. Um, it's just been amazing. And it comes through anybody I talk to at JSA, uh, your spirit and, and your resolve always comes shining through um, as a bright light. So um, keep doing what you're doing. Thank you for that. Um, Jay, if, if anybody wanted to get a hold of you, um, how would they go about doing that? Yeah. Um, uh, JSA.net. That's our URL. Look us up. Um, Jamie at JSA.net. Um, and Jeff, thank you for what you're doing too. Uh, the, the world needs pull the shoot right now. Um, and, uh, and I'm such a fan of of you and uh, your your spirituality and your guidance over the years has has helped me um, become a better leader. So thank you so much, and um, and um, I look forward to to more of these conversations to come. Thanks, Jay. Really appreciate that. Um, to all our listeners, thanks for listening. Until the next time, stay safe and be healthy.